0: To episode three, the third one uh, yeah. of the Friends of Mine podcast, and Nemo and Dean. We're back.
1: Back again. Back again
0: yep. for a third time. I didn't think we'd get past first, to be honest. But... <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's reassuring. No, I'm
0: um, So, yeah, how are you? How you been doing?
1: Yeah, not too bad, mate. Not too bad. A um, bit more nervous about this one after uh, the way it sort of blew up last week after the, um, the p- uh, post I shared on Facebook. And yeah, it was lovely to see all the comments and the shares. Mm-hmm. And yeah, um, when you sort of click on the app and you see that you've had 175 people download it, it's, uh, I suppose, done what we wanted it, which was to try and reach a bigger circle. Mm. Um, I think it also brings a little bit of, little bit more pressure. Bit pressure, yeah. Um,
0: it's a good
1: job doing it with you because I don't know that many people. So <laughs> I think, uh, yeah, it's like we said, I think when I was sat there last Sunday after you left, it was sort of, what do we want? what do we want this to achieve you know and you know what we were doing it was great but the only people that knew about it were sort of immediate friends and family Mm -hmm. um so i did check with you first i don't anyone if he cannot i just went and tagged you in a random facebook post about speaking to you but i thought you know share it and it might get a couple of comments and people you know more people might listen to it and then uh yeah, it just sort of went a little bit mental.
0: Yeah, yeah, um, quite a few people listen. It's good though, it's really good. Yeah. Just like you say, it adds that little element of no, Yeah, so. yeah, <laughs> a little bit of <laughs> pressure. I mean.
1: yeah, yeah, make sure I don't offend anybody. Um, so how have you been, good week? Uh Yeah, do you know what, it's not actually been too bad.
0: Um Not too early. I've been trying to take steps, we were briefly talking about it earlier, but trying to take a few steps to sort of help myself out, because I've been in a bit of a rut and... um yeah, I went for an actual real nice, lovely walk today and um, down uh, Chester Country Park.
1: Very nice. And
0: uh, yeah, it sounds silly, but I think sometimes just getting out of the house and especially getting into nature, I mean, it's kind of proven that that can really help your mood and stuff. And I was actually thinking about this, um, I think I mentioned it earlier, but thinking about this recently, like we kind of, as people know how to help ourselves, like when it comes to like the physical side, like... Mm-hmm. If we want to get fit, we know we have to go to gym every day. Well, not every day, but, you know, have a regular schedule going to gym. We know we need to eat the right stuff. I suppose we need to know how to, you know, how much sleep we need to get, when to go to bed. But when it comes to, like, mental health, I think it's so hard to keep some of the things up. Do you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like, we know that stuff like, I don't know, meditation, going for walks, like, social stuff, like, seeing friends, um stuff like that can really help us but we don't keep up them habits like mm-hmm. if we and like appreciation as well like waking up and being grateful stuff like if we took that as seriously as we did going working out in the gym you know I think would yeah, really yeah. take strides to help ourselves and that's something I'm really trying to do at the minute I'm trying to have my little litany of um, things that I know make me feel better yeah and trying to actually work them in and do them like every day you know, the same way you would going for a jog or something. Yeah. Um,
1: so, yeah. That's good, No, yeah, I, could, you, I think that's gone.
0: No, I was just going to say, do you do you have any that I haven't listed, like specific things that you um, try and do daily to help yourself or as much as you can?
1: Yeah, I think obviously this is what we spoke about we're going to try and cover today as opposed to like what triggers us and how mm-hmm. we then, what we do to... Um, excuse me, dog, can you stop making so much noise? Um, what we do to... Or I do to help um yeah for it was football Obviously I i stopped playing uh in the last season but it was football that was sort of my sort of escape um on a Saturday for sort of two hours um you know um now it's more I think just being like you said more grateful for what thought I have at home um so I suppose you know I, I started, well Say take up golf. I've tried to go to the driving range recently, or not so recently. Honestly, um, we've been. Um, yeah, I think to say that I'm not a natural at that might be an understatement. Um, but I think you know, if if I am feeling low, I think for me I, I'm a people person. So I'm if I'm around people, I I find myself almost in a better headspace straight away. Um, I'm not good at. My own company. Um, Mm. I had a conversation yesterday with my cousin who said he's a complete opposite. He could sit by himself for hours. That's not very good for me. I need to be around people. But I think exercise is a massive one, Um, and just yeah, just whether that's walking the dogs, um, yeah, playing now I do six a side, going to the driving range, um, or just yeah, just being being around people. I think is probably. My release, I think, mm. then because I think no matter how bad I'm feeling, I like to try and make other people laugh. So I mm. think, and laugh and laughter is contagious as well, you know. And you know, I think also as well when you're around other people, I wouldn't say it's like depressions contagious because it's not. But if you're around someone who's permanently miserable, and mm. we I've worked with people before who permanently miserable and permanently moaning, and it brings your mood down. So when I'm around other people I you know try and not be that person so i think mm-hmm. that helps me as well
0: it's difficult though, isn't it so i always think that because i um i actually probably know i have a tendency to go deep quite a lot and i've just noticed recently that like when i hang out with people it seems to like bring out stuff do you know what i mean like and i always wondered is that just because I mean, is it, and a lot of people say nice things, like they say, you know, it's because you make us feel safe and that you listen and you're easy to talk to and stuff. But it's like, there's a little bit of me that sometimes worries. Is it actually just because I'm so miserable and like to like delve into film and go deep on it? Absolutely. Like I could go, I could make something deep out of like, I don't know, going from McDonald's, do you know what I mean? I can find some philosophical uh, thing in just a simple act like that. And I, I do wonder sometimes whether like, I tend to bring the mood down. But then again, I suppose it's I suppose it's a reflection. Like, I suppose if I'm if I'm in that open place and want to talk about like deep stuff and feelings mm-hmm. and emotions and get philosophical, I suppose maybe that just creates an environment where the other person feels like they can be if they want to be. But you always worry that you're being a drag on everyone by taking life so seriously sometimes.
1: I yeah, I get that. But I think You know, we said when we started doing this podcast and the whole idea was that, you know, for everyone, but particularly men, that they felt comfortable not having to be happy Mm. all the time and that they could, you know, sit down the pub or sit around their friend's house or go to football and actually say, you know what, I'm not okay. Mm. Um, So that's not necessarily a bad thing that you can do that. And I think, you know, when I've had it quite... A bit, especially since I shared what I shared last week online, and people saying to me, "You know, what are you trying to achieve?" I think for me personally, this is almost like a therapy session, mm. almost oh, it's yeah, just definitely. my chance to vent about the week and and um, maybe let things off my chest, um, and let two hundred people listen to it as well. <laughs> yeah, it's quite nice because
0: um, like I thought that like it's something like it's almost like like I looked forward to today this week as much as I think I would uh, if I was going to a proper therapy session. Do you know what I mean? Because, like, I know that I don't necessarily have to spend the whole week keeping stuff in because on Sunday i get to go and speak to Dean about this. And whether it's just literally the fact we've got a microphone in front of us that allows us to do that, it's like, it would be nice if everyone could get to the point where they could have these type of conversations without the need Mm -hmm. for there to be a mic. not saying we're going to stop doing it when we get to that point, but you know what I mean, like it would be nice because, like I say, it's really helped me this week knowing that I'll be coming and having an open conversation. That's, That's nice to hear. It. That's, That's nice it. to hear.
1: I'm glad you didn't wake up this morning and think, great, I don't see that idiot again. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, I did think that a little bit. But... <laughs> I think, you know, we... Like we just touched, I think it needs to be, you know, normalised and mm. I think... You know, like we touched on last week, we've been friends for a long time now. Um, and a lot of what you told me last week, I wasn't aware of. So, yeah, if it encourages lads to sit down with their mates and mm. not and, and not to worry. And I think that was always a worry of mine is I don't want to, you know, share anything because I don't want you know, Wayne to think I'm a little mushroom and for, for <laughs> opening up. Um, I've never heard. So, like. <laughs> That's yeah, uh, yeah. So that's why, personally, why I'm doing it is it's a bit of therapy for myself, and i be encouraging others mm. to to do the same. And yeah, like we said, anybody that wants to come on, I know that um, my part, my partner, no, that'd be Jay, My auntie, my <laughs> my auntie's partner, uh, said to me yesterday that he quite like to come on and make an appearance. Yeah, so sure. yeah, we'd have to get a date in for that. And anyone else that wants to come on yeah and please yeah feel free to get in contact
0: yeah yeah it'd be good it's um yeah i was, I was gonna go back to what we we're saying before about the helping like i think it's really difficult sometimes to wake up and want to try to get through without thinking about everything mm-hmm. too much because like you're saying earlier sometimes when you I think you said earlier, um, my brain's gone, but you think about it too much. It can sometimes sort of just, I don't know, like manifest a bit more emotion and stuff. It's finding that balance. And that's something I've been trying to do recently. It's like, it's not, I don't want to wake up and say, right, today I'm just going to forget about all the crap that's going on, you know, in my head, because I think that's running away for a bit. And I think genuinely you really need to feel, especially if it's something quite big, like you need to feel the the pain or the suffering or the... Even if it's just mild annoyance, like you need to feel it, but it's also trying to navigate it where you can feel it, but not also let it affect you so you don't do the things you know can make it feel better. Do you know what I mean? It's like, I suppose it's like... And you can tie the physical into the mental, but it's like that thing they say about the gym. It's like waking up and going even though you really don't feel like it. And a lot of people maybe, I mean... I bet a lot of your friends probably go to gym quite a bit um, and a few of mine do, but it's like they can probably get up on a day when they feel physically knackered and go and do the work. Can you do that with the mental stuff? Mm-hmm. Can I get up in the morning and say, right, I'm going to try and do, you know, appreciate what I've got, even when I'm feeling like crap and everyone's pissed me off and I hate everybody. Um, can I wake <laughs> up and do do that meditation, do that, um, you know, gratitude thing in the mirror where you just, you know, say what you're thankful for? Can I, you know... It's so hard, I think, to get caught in that trap where one thing leads to another and the next thing you know, you're staying up all night because you don't want to go to sleep, you're eating shit food to comfort yourself. It's, uh, yeah, I don't know. That's what I
1: was just thinking about a lot recently. What would you say, so, to put it back to you, as you were talking about sort of triggers and how we cope, what what Mm. would you say, I would say maybe the three main things that I suppose trigger you and then the three things that you would do you know, so you wake up tomorrow and you're not feeling great well, You know, what are the three things that trigger you and then maybe what are the three things that you can um, you do to cope and, and try and relieve some of that
0: I think and again this is something we touched on last week so it ties in a little bit um, and I probably am going to be repeating myself quite a bit but my one of my main things is um, expecting people to be a certain way um, 100% like I think we touched on that like I said before but A lot of the time I'll wake up and want, you know, certain people to message me, want certain people around me to say the right things. I really feel like a lot of, it's kind of like what you were saying earlier about wanting to be around people, it's also something where I get triggered a lot because I think I... Just want people to say the right things. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, uh, I mean, it sounds selfish and it's not something I choose to do, but it's like somebody can say something if it's not in line with my values or what I want them to say at the time. It can um, really affect me. For instance, like, even though I would say I'm quite good at spending time on my own, I can certainly get in places. And I think I'm in that place now where I like, I suppose it's want the attention, but it's not necessarily that. But just want people to like, message me mm-hmm. and want you know people want to just know that people are thinking of me which is so so weird because at the same time i really like to be on my mm-hmm. own and in my little shell
1: i'll just first spend on that like, or from my point of view mm. please don't tell it's wrong no 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 go for it you um just don't be too hard. sometimes you can be the hardest man in the world to have a conversation with on whatsapp mm. so you know our message and it will be yeah or, quite blunt Long. Mm. and I'm looking and I'm thinking does he want a conversation or does he yeah. not so do you not think
0: I think I think I don't want the conversation on whatsapp I think what I want is the um to know that people want to like see me I guess okay. in a way so next time you just want me to facetime you from yeah, the or something yeah. <laughs> no but I think it comes down I think I spoke about this a lot recently and this is obviously going a bit personal again but obviously at the minute I think it's really hard for me not to Feel too lonely if you know what I mean. I mean, I've got people around me all the time. Like I'm, obviously, still with the family at the moment, so I've got a lot of fit. Physically, have a lot of people around me, but it's like, obviously, all, all my friends are like got families now, like yourself included. So you know, and I must admit, like like you and obviously people like Tom, especially, like make a lot of time for me. So it's not like I don't feel like, mm-hmm. it, but but you've got your own things going on. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, obviously. My other friends I spend all my time with pretty much and go and do loads of random stuff as buggered off traveling, how dare he? <laughs> um, and uh, and another one of my good friends. So I think in general, it's just like literally a bit of like, like the physical loneliness, if you know what I mean. So even though we can, t- it's just not the same as it? text on WhatsApp. And I think as well, a lot of the time I get into that place where I feel like nobody really wants to talk to me. So then when they do, I don't react in the way I would have before. So I could be like, sitting at home bored just scrolling through my phone and just waiting for that text you know you get yeah, a little yeah. vibration you're like "Ooh, who's this and then <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> so then eventually when it gets to the evening maybe when yeah. everyone's finished work and they're like actually like how are you doing Wayne and I'm just a bit like I'm exhausted from waiting for it all day so I'm just like yeah I'm good I guess maybe I mean I don't know that's me trying to analyze it now that could be completely wrong do,
1: you, do you think as well that you're maybe putting too much pressure on your on yourself so is are you looking around and going that person's going traveling and that person's married and that person's having a baby do you feel maybe you're putting too much pressure on yourself to i suppose almost comply with what society expects because society expects everyone to be married at a certain age and mm. kids at a certain age and just because you're not at that stage, do you maybe because you feel do you feel you're putting pressure on yourself? Oh,
0: 100, and I think that's one of the worst things for me is it's such a contradiction because I know that that's not necessarily um, what will make me happy, mm-hmm. but at the same time, 100, like that is another thing I do is I do and I have done. It's only a recent thing. I'll probably say the last five years, but really compare myself to other people, like and and I just know it's wrong, and I know I know it's so silly. And I know there's a lot about me that I wouldn't change, which I I mean, call that arrogant, but there is. But like um, 100%, when it comes to stuff like like jobs, like it's so hard coming from like a retail background. Like I never even wanted people to know what I did for a living. Like I've never put on my Tinder profile. (laughs) I just say like job description, nothing. Um, And you do, yeah, you can't help it, I think. When you get to a certain age and like you haven't got a partner, haven't got, you know, your own stuff together, it's really hard not to, I
1: think. So would you say that maybe that's one of the things that's sort of triggering you at the moment is is that pressure? Oh, it,
0: it, like I say, for the last five years, on and off it has. I'll try not to, and what will happen is I'll think about it and I'll feel this, like, envy, I guess, um, for what other people have. But it won't last long. I'll manage to quickly say, well, they're probably still unhappy. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. like, like yeah. But, and I just, yeah. But I guess it is a bit of that. I do I do think it is a bit of that. I'd be lying if I didn't say like even when it comes down to, like, people's cars you know i drive a granddad car and i'll like <laughs> one of my friends will pull up in a nice car and you have that little but it is so silly and it's something i think my biggest thing at the minute is i've slipped back so like even before i went on that um trip earlier on in the year early on in the years and my three months go jesus but i got to a really good place where like none of that mattered to me i was so okay my skin i was so like just like life is gonna give me what I need Mm -hmm. at that moment. So Mm -hmm. even though I haven't got my quote unquote stuff together, like everyone else, like I'm in, I was in a really good place. I was doing all the stuff, right. You know, I was like, like I said earlier, like the silly little things, like getting enough sleep, going gym. I got myself into a really good mental place. Like probably the best I've ever been. And then it slipped. Like when I come back from Europe and obviously I had like, as you know, that little like, um, I guess you could call like relationship issue yeah. like mm-hmm. all that and it, and it well, that wasn't the cause but it just I think it showed me that I had more work to do and instead of taking that as a lesson and saying right I've got more work to do because I'm getting triggered like mad by small crap I'm reacting and talking to people how I shouldn't like it's not who I am instead of saying I've got work to do I just went oh great so I've just spent five 10 15 years trying to get myself in a really good headspace I'll be doing work day in and day out and I've slipped back and that really got to me Mm -hmm. I think that caused me to don't I wouldn't call it depression I don't like to throw that word out there too much but like I got to like a couple of days where I woke up and just didn't want to do anything just felt really like really low and I think it was that I think I was so disappointed that I felt like all that how I felt as a kid, I'd managed to get myself out of that funk. You know, I'd, I'd found ways to get myself over all the crap that I'd been through, and then it slipped, and it slipped in like a month. Yeah, Do you know what I mean, it didn't yeah. take. And it didn't take a traumatic event. I, I I went away traveling. I come back, and then it was just like small things. Mm-hmm. It was just how I was treating people at the time. It just made me so disappointed in myself.
1: I think even. I don't know, maybe because we've been doing this podcast and we've probably been talking about, I suppose, our mental health more it's sort of sort the last four or five weeks, but I do feel that I've noticed maybe you slip a little bit, whether mm-hmm. that's, I, I don't know whether that's maybe because I'm more aware now, because obviously you're doing this, I think, but from maybe stuff that you share on online, whether mm-hmm. that's on Instagram or I don't know facebook or, or whatever or maybe just from being around you i don't know whether or not maybe maybe there was times like that before i didn't really notice it again maybe because as lads we just don't take note mm. i think more so sort of you know you can i can tell that you've probably not been in this in the frame of mind that you think you should be
0: yeah, I think back in the day when I used to have little blips like this, I like, say so I had so many like tools where I could like get myself out of the funk almost straight away. Yeah, and also I felt a little bit like I shouldn't show it. Where I think this time round, I I slipped to such a sort of low place at a couple of points that I was just like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna let everyone know. I don't care. Yeah. I, mean, I feel like shit. I'm sick of hiding it I feel like shit and it helps mm-hmm. like it really helps like I think me and you have spoke even before they like, ignore the podcast like we've spoke outside of the podcast about how I've been feeling way more than I did before I think way more yeah because yeah, before not- like I'd maybe say like yeah I'm just feeling a bit down and you'd be like oh, sorry to hear that I'm always here if you need me and then I'd just change the subject to be like right Talk about football. Don't mm. talk about it anymore.
1: No, no, no. But I don't talk about football either no, I'm <laughs> still pissed off with VAR, mate. I don't talk about football either So, um, yeah. Okay. I just, yeah, just, I just thought you, you know, yeah, from my point of view, you could, and I, I would say you now on the other side of thing, maybe the last week or so, you seem to slightly have improved again. I can almost mm. feel you going that way again. Whether that's yeah, just right. from, again, speaking to you on WhatsApp and, you know, I've seen you a couple of times and I'd say that, yeah, you probably seem that like you're improving again and that you're, you're in a better headspace maybe than you were this time last week or certainly when we recorded the first podcast anyway.
0: Yeah, 100%, which is weird because if anyone was listening, they'd probably be like, oh, you sounded all right the first time, but <laughs> I, I think there's just a level of self-acceptance to admit in fault. I think where I was tied up even a few weeks ago was that I kind of did get, like I say, to a point where I realised that I was doing these things. Like I was, even with my friends, I feel like I was being a bit of a dick in some places. But like I wasn't accepting responsibility for a lot. Or I was, but it was taking me a while. And one good thing to come out of this mood I've been in in the last month or two months is I now feel like, I can't do it straight away. So if I if I mess up, I can't straight away be like, oh my bad, shit. I need to apologise to this person. But give it like a day or two. I can get in a headspace, or I can look at it from both sides, like completely objectively, and say, this is where I went wrong. And I've, I believe with a lot of like arguments and serious stuff, like there maybe there is two sides to everything. But it I've got to a place where I can acknowledge where my short where my failings have been. Um which I think is really good for you. Yeah. Like I would like to do it almost instantly. I'd like to say some stuff and then turn around and be like, oh, my bad. Like that was complete, not what I wanted to say, not what I wanted to do. But yeah, where before I could mess up and spend months blaming that other person. It's, it, I think that's it. I think it's like, it's taken on some self-acceptance and some responsibility for what i'm doing and what i'm saying to people and how i'm making people feel but at the same time really trying not to be a victim of it as well because that doesn't get you anywhere i think i might have said this to you i think i said this to you in person um shortly after one of the things happened with me recently um and i said like uh beating myself up just won't won't do anything it won't do anything it is pointless like I say, if so you can apologise, accept what you've done wrong, but then don't hold it against yourself. Because that's what I'd do before. When I realised, like, after a month of treating someone like shit that I'd done something wrong, I'd be like, oh, God, now I'm going to spend six months beating the crap out of myself, feeling like the worst person in the world. It's like we're all just trying our best, and mm-hmm. I'm going to fail, and we're all going to fail at times. It's about using
1: that as a lesson. It's a good way of looking at it. Look at it. So here's a question. So you wake up tomorrow and you're you know you're not feeling great what do you what does Wayne do to make himself feel better so in terms of what would you do would you go for a walk would you go to the gym I know you meditate like what would be your what's your go-to thing to go right I'm not feeling great let me do something
0: about it yeah so when again this is obviously in an ideal world because there's a lot of times where I'd wake up and say I feel like shit so what I'm going to do is scour the internet go and eat loads of food and make myself <laughs> feel sick or drink alcohol like yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> but if we're talking if we're talking in uh, I, what I know I should do mm-hmm. that's probably a better way to put it so I do use meditation um, I think me and you spoke about this and you sounded really interested in it but I am um, and I have slipped out of doing it I used to do it all the time um so a lot of the time I would actually no matter how I felt wake up and start it with a meditation I literally only do like 10-15 minutes now there was times I was doing like half hour and stuff and it was just uh wasn't too practical sometimes and especially doing it early morning or late at night you then look like drifting back asleep halfway (laughs) through so I've got my uh, little practice now I may I was thinking about this earlier maybe not necessarily on this podcast but another time it might be Really nice at the end of it for us just to like yeah. do, do one. Like yeah, I can yeah. guide guide you through, and I thought that might be pretty cool. So I'd start with that. Then I've started recently. It's not something I've always done. I've really kind of only started this week and dabbled in it a bit before. But I tried doing a little bit, bit of an appreciation thing. So I, I don't always make like a big ceremony out of mm-hmm. it. But a lot of the time, it literally just involves when I go into do my teeth and that in the morning or like whatever, getting ready. I will just literally look at myself in the mirror This going sound really silly to some people but and literally just go over all the things i'm thankful for not necessarily out loud like i have done if no one's wow. around but like, <laughs> i still suffer from embarrassment when it comes to stuff yeah. like this like um which is again really silly um because you wouldn't you, you don't get embarrassed about anything else you do to make yourself feel better like i say nobody gets embarrassed necessarily like going for a jog yeah. but when it comes to like doing something like this where you're a bit vulnerable or sound a bit outside of the norm you sound a bit weird so if someone heard me in the mirror saying all I was thankful (laughs) for they're probably like what a weirdo but you know if it helps Um, and I literally do that and like there's scientific studies to prove it helps and I really do genuinely think it helps Mm -hmm. like it really puts stuff into perspective because it's easy to wake up in the morning and say my life's shit but it's like if I can be thankful for that got a roof over my head got a family that loves me got friends that love me like that is a huge deal like there's people out there or like a job you know yeah um, physical ability to do things there's people out there who literally can't go for walks like if you can just sit there and just like literally I just say I just repeat I'll go through about five things so the five most important things for me at that moment and I just repeat it over about five to ten times just saying like I'm thankful for this I'm thankful for this you know maybe yeah. say a little thing to myself like give myself a bit of self-love before yeah. I do that's yeah. really hard sometimes but again it's like that thing it's like when it's the hardest to do that that's when you should be doing it yeah it's like we're going back to the gym thing earlier when it's the hardest to get up and do it that's when you should do it because you're training parts of your brain to do it and if you can like train your brain to be thankful for stuff at a time when you actually feel like shit and don't like your life situation then it's really good and music and walks in nature is another thing that i'll really do if i've got the time to do it because i think again scientifically backed but like getting out in nature like I mean, I'll put this as question. To you there's no judgment in it. It's yeah. just easy for me because I don't have anywhere near as busy a life as you. Yeah. I can go for a ten-hour walk if I But when was the last time you like got out into nature? Not necessarily like walking your dogs, but just went for.
1: Yeah, I couldn't tell you. In terms of, you know, if I do walk them, it is if I do go for a walk, it's walking the dogs, and it's just. Mm.
0: And you concentrate. Yeah, dogs yeah, and there. it's
1: around the house estate where you know where we live. So, but in terms of, I suppose being and just forgetting was probably when I went to Finland and that was last September um we went saw my uncle who was like my uncle, my uncle my godfather who lives out there um and he took us to like their holiday home and it's I think you saw the pictures probably on, on Facebook and it was in the middle of nowhere mm. you know no phone signal uh, no running water, you know. No, electri- uh, no electric. electricity. I think there was electricity, but no running water. And for the first hour, I was like, "Fucking weird, this mm. is. I can't get no WhatsApp, and I can't." But once you appreciate the moment, that was that was probably the last time. Yeah, like, I was sort of yeah, just switched off from the outside world. Yeah, I think. My escape is quite different. I'm not... I don't even like walking the dog to being completely honest. Mm. Um, I think that probably has a lot to do because of, I suppose, where we walk them, you know, in the, yeah. middle of the housing estate, there's not an awful lot to see. Um, a lot of the time I've got my headphones in, so I don't really take the moment, if that makes you know, sense. that's even, true, yeah. Even when I'm that. walking the dogs, you know, I'll ring Neil, or I'll ring my mate Liam, mm. and I'll ring someone else. So even then... You're sort of doing and talking, and then you come home. and I think, I don't know. I think maybe we're we're very different. Whereas you're, again, I think it goes back to being in your own company. You're quite comfortable in your own company. Mm -hmm. You're quite comfortable to go for a walk and to do whatever on your own. Whereas I'm not very good at that. If that makes sense, so. Mm. I don't know, I mean, I've never really tried it, just going for a walk on my own, you know, without the dogs, I've never tried that, but I think, you know, like I said, my outlet was playing football, my outlet yeah. now is, maybe going to the driving range, you know, whether that's with yourself or with someone else, or, you know, a couple of times on my own, um, and even at the end of the day, you know, when I get home from work, the first thing I do is normally take the dogs out, because um, it does give me that sort of half an hour, the half an hour in the morning and a half an hour in the afternoon when I walk the dog. So my driving in the morning and if the guy listens to this, it's no offence to him. For a little while, I was giving someone a lift to work every morning, um, which I had no issue doing, but that half an hour in the morning is for me to... Mm almost prepare myself for the day if that makes sense and especially when i'm feeling you know low and feeling about that half an hour is for me to almost i suppose give myself a pep talk of you know you're gonna you you can do this you know you've been in worse situations before so just get through and almost evaluating it i think I feel worse first thing in the morning than the last thing at night Yeah. normally when I yeah, feel worse true. so when I wake up first thing in the morning and I normally think Shall I phone in sick never do because I don't I don't do it but you know the driving to work is again my escape and I quite enjoy that half an hour in the morning mm. to just before madness ensues and it all goes crazy um, and again the half an hour walking the dogs after work I quite whether it is ringing Neil or just putting in headphones and listen to a podcast or music or whatever else that's that's probably how I escape now which yeah. is and try trying to find that void from football mm. um, I'm yet to find that yet I, I went to watch my cousin play yesterday um, I've been to watch High oh. am playing a couple times this year someone said to me yesterday do you miss it and the honest answer is not as much as I thought I would um, but I do need to find, I think, something else to fill that gap. Does that make mm. sense? Maybe um, you
0: need to figure out like what it was you really enjoyed. I mean, I suppose it could literally be the act of playing football, but like, if there was some other, whether it's just the social aspect yeah. or the exercise part,
1: maybe. I think it was more that, uh, this going to probably sound really cheesy, but like, the camaraderie and, yeah. you know, sitting in, changing before the game and the warm-up taking the piss out of each other and then... You know after the game just yeah just having a laugh and and being around people and like you said exercise mm-hmm. is proven that it helps you know mm-hmm. i play football still on a monday night um and you know i normally wake up on monday morning and think oh god i can't be bothered for football later on but once i'm there i feel so much better for it and i feel better for sort of two or three days afterwards as well um yeah.
0: It's a, it's, there's, there's like saying earlier, there's that connection between the physical side and the Mm -hmm. mental side, 100%. Like I believe that I've noticed it was sleep with me. Like if I, I used to think I didn't need much sleep. That's bullshit because I when before I'd have four or five hours sleep the next day, I would, my moods would be awful, like so snappy and like really, really affected by stuff like for instance like if i was if i've had four hours sleep and i watch something a little bit sad on the telly my god like literally <laughs> i'll just be an emotional re- Like, honestly like it's really bad and i'll be so snappy um so but i used to believe that i didn't need that much because i survived johnny you know I mean? yeah. so i went three hours sleep i woke up the next day and i still managed to do stuff so that must mean i don't need much sleep it's bullshit like i've realized recently like i have to have seven and a half to eight hours a day at night rather because it really affects my mood. Like it really affects my mental health. If I don't get enough sleep. Yeah. So there's such a tight. Ty- and like you're saying about the exercise, like I've actually been really bad the last week and a half, like diet wise and exercise wise. So we'll forget, forget the last week and a half. <laughs> but the, the weeks before that, like I got to a really good place of going gym five days a week, yeah. walking outside of the gym as well, quite a bit. and And it really helps. They really coincide. I think it's very easy. And again, this is probably going to sound like mm-hmm. I'm being a bit brutal and maybe going back on a lot of what I said in the maybe the previous podcast I guess maybe but like you kind of have to get to a point where you help yourself as much as you can with the little things like that which you can do before you start saying sort of this is how I'm going to be forever yeah do you know what I mean like if I if I spent the next six months now sorting out my sleep schedule eating a really healthy balanced diet exercising regularly going because I've, I've, you know, I've got, I've got the opportunity like i was talking about being lonely earlier but i'm not really like if we want to go out next week and something like there'll be people i can go out with. Mm -hmm. i have been seeing people so going out social events spending time with my family spending time off my phone because that's a massive one for me that really if i did all that for six months and then still felt really low and really really anxious then maybe it's like i need to see somebody but yeah, I feel like sometimes you have to address all the little things you can address first.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: But then again, it's also a bit of a catch-22 because when you're in a shit mood, like if I woke up in shit mood tomorrow, the last thing I'd want to do is go and eat a salad, uh, meditate, <laughs> yeah, go gym. Yeah. I'd actually just want to sit in my bed, you know, it's it's but it's finding that little spark in you and you say like I'm really going to help myself yeah. but I do I do think it's difficult like I do feel like I'm being a little bit of a hypocrite here um, but I also feel like you need to you need to try like at the end of the day you're the only person that can really help yourself like really because you've got to want to do even mm-hmm. go therapy I suppose it's like I could probably go I mean you know more about therapy than I do um, especially recently but like you could go therapy listen to them talk to them gain knowledge and then come home and just say i'm not going to do any of that i'm going to forget about all of that like yeah. even even going therapy you have to put in the work
1: yeah i, I agree with that i mean i, I i've been i've done counselling uh through mind um sort of for, for a long time and they they were they were brilliant and i'm now doing um uh, cbt which is cognitive behavioral therapy yeah. um and that's, you know, when we sat down at, right at the start, you know, the woman sort of said, you know, what is it that you want to achieve out of this? And I think one of my biggest triggers is I'm an overthinker mm-hmm. um, and I've sort of touched on this on the other podcasts as well. I think that's probably my biggest thing is, is overthinking, whether that's, you know, I send a WhatsApp to someone and you know their reply is is and this is the way after what i said earlier on you know the reply is short and you know or they don't reply and and, you know i think to myself what have i done to piss them off or whether it's i'm at work or whether i'm i see someone out and i say all right to them and they don't give me the response that i want and then straight away again i'm thinking what have i done why are why well, have I annoyed them? Or how have I annoyed them? But then I think also as well, I'm a bit of a hypocrite because I'm not always the best at replying to WhatsApps, and if I'm in a shit mood, and I'm not a good person to be around. So I think what I'll try to do since doing the, the CBT is taking a step back and realizing that people have lies. and I, I do it as well. Where you know someone will WhatsApp me, and I'll read it. And I go to myself, I'll reply reply later on, or or, or you just generally forget I do it as well. So I think that's my biggest trigger is is overthinking. And, you know, I try and I think that's why I have to keep myself so busy. Um, I've worked uh, the last two weeks. I worked Sunday last week, I worked Saturday and Sunday this week. I was at work this morning. Um... And I think that's just because I'm trying to permanently keep busy. Mm. Because when I stop, that's when I start yep. the overthinking. And that's when I start the aimless WhatsApping of people and scrolling through social media and that. So, through the CBT, that's what we're trying to do at the moment is like, you know, just stop the overthinking. But also trying to be at a stage where. I can be in my own company and that's something even I'm better than I was four years ago but I'm still not I'm still not great you know I'm still not great and like you said like the aimlessly you know eating for the sake of eating it. mine is more drinking for the sake of drinking mm-hmm. so it will be a Tuesday night and I'll be watching I'll say Champions League but Liverpool aren't playing Champions League <laughs> I'll be watching Thursday night Europe League um and I'll have like four beers, like sat on my own. Mm. Like there's no need to have four beers sat on my own. Um, and then that has a knock-on effect because you wake up the next morning and you feel groggy and you feel a little bit sluggish. And then, mm. and then it just knocks on for a whole, a whole day. Um, so I think yeah, that's probably my my biggest trigger is over the overthinking massively.
0: 100% yeah I totally get that I think that's my issue as well like uh, go, and it's kind of like you were saying earlier about the whole texting people and not getting the response back that kind of goes back to what I was originally saying about my biggest trigger about people not being how you want them to be it's um it's such a silly thing but I think we all do it it's we well again it goes back to something we spoke again about on the previous episode that thing of just wanting life to go exactly the way you want it to and we do that with with people like and we do it with everything um and that's why I think in terms of the overthinking one of the biggest things because I am okay at stopping myself now kind of but one of the biggest things is like doing stuff like meditation because it brings you like really into like the present moment but overthinking is a massive one and I think in terms of what you're saying about keeping yourself busy mm-hmm. it's just avoidance isn't it but it's what we all do it's the same reason I binge on food because for that I don't know, say 15 minutes I'm gorging myself on a massive bag of Doritos and <laughs> chocolate and fizzy drink. It's like in that 15 minutes, I'm not thinking about that. I'm yeah. thinking about the pleasure the food's giving me. And then even after that, I guess, maybe I'll do it because I feel like that bloatedness and horrible feeling I have afterwards, at least it gives me something to put my mind on. Like, oh yeah. God, I feel sick. Like, yeah, yeah. Like it sounds silly and may, maybe that's again me overthinking it. But um, yeah, I think it's a lot of that. I think nowadays we as humans really really struggle and i don't know if it's caused by social media or just the way the world is um or just i've no idea but it's like we struggle just to be okay with the way things are
1: do you so for me i i know when i'm gonna have a almost like a bad spell with my depression does that make sense so i Mm. i know And I I said this to a little while ago to someone, it's almost like, you know, when you're having a cold or you have a cold and you can feel yourself starting to get run down, I can now recognise the signals, maybe sort of, I mean, some days I can go to bed and feel on top of the world and I can literally make up the next morning and feel awful. Mm. Nine times out of ten now, I can recognise when it's coming. Um... And I can read the signs. I know, you know, it's getting to that time of the year where the clocks are gonna go back, mm-hmm. um, and it's gonna be dark and it's gonna be cold and I just do not cope in that time that time of year. I think a lot of people are same. Yeah. Um, I you know, you get up and it's dark and you go home get home from work and it's dark and you know, that's so I know, I already know, and I think I'm almost preparing myself. But do you know when you're gonna get a bad spell?
0: I think I do. I think I notice it with the overthinking and the like checking my phone all the time. That's usually a trigger that I know that something's going a bit wrong in my head. Because like I say, I try try so hard to just like not think about the future and the past and worry about, you know, who's going to be messaging me? Is that message from someone else? So as soon as I start checking my phone all the time, waiting for text from people, that's when I know that I'm slipping into that. I'm not okay just mm-hmm. where I am. I'm not okay just sitting here watching the... Te- That's the thing. It's like I can sit... And I mean, we're, we. I bet I bet, 80% of the people that listen to this podcast can relate to this. I can sit watching a TV program with somebody and I am so far removed from actually watching that program mm-hmm. with somebody. Like I'll watch TV with my dad for like several hours every night um, whenever I can. And sometimes I can be watching the program with him and I'm paying absolutely zero attention to what's going on. Mm -hmm. Like that could be literal, like I could literally spend the whole time on my phone, but even just in my head, I'll be watching what's going on in the telly, but my mind's so far in the future. Like what's going to happen next week when I do this? Or in the past, you know, why didn't I change? But I'm just not present. I'm just not present for what life's given me, I guess, at that moment. Like I'm so far removed from it.
1: Yeah, that's interesting. I think something I'm trying to do more recently is i think with obviously you know baby due sort of 10 weeks is almost i think my mindset has just changed i just and it was almost like an overnight thing and it's been the last few weeks where i just can't be bothered with any external stress any mm-hmm. stress, any more stress than we already all have in our life because everyone has stress in their lives, mm-hmm. whether it's, you know, let's be honest, it's not easy for anyone out there at the moment with the cost of living and mortgage rates and all that. So what i try to do is, right, like, I can't control the cost of living. I can't control that The mortgage rates are going up, but the stuff I can control. So, you know, work, all right, you know what? It's just a job mm. and I'm there for eight, ten hours a day, depending. It's just a job. If I make a mistake, I don't know if one works into to this. So what? <laughs> you know, so what? Do you know well, what what nine times out of ten, what's the worst that's mm, gonna happen? Exactly. Um oh, right, that person hasn't messaged me. Maybe they're busy too. Mm. Um that person hasn't messaged me, you know, and, and and. do you know what? Let them crack on. Yeah. Um and I think uh, what I'm trying to do is control or not bring any external stress in so control what i can control and let me worry about everything else do you mm. know what i mean as much as you can um and i think more so again i think it had a lot to do with us doing this i think it's given me an opportunity to vent to to, to show a vulnerable side um and I think, yeah, it's just given me a different, uh, different. I mean, being a dad's a scary thought, do you know yeah. what I mean? So I think it's just given me uh, the stuff that I would probably spend two or three days worrying about. I look at it now and going, it's not really that big a deal. Mm. And, I, and that was like a light bulb moment. I sort of woke up and went, you know what, just, I was living for, living for Friday because... No, it's no secret. I'm not a massive fan of what I do. So I was living for Friday rather than just making it the day what it was. And Yeah. You know, and, and that's no way to live. You know, you're wishing five days a week away, 25 days a month. You're just wishing away. You're thinking that's just... So now I just... That's what I now try and do. I know, you know, don't overthink because overthink is putting my biggest trigger. So... Just trying to almost not care, which is difficult, because I do, but but I do try and give myself that, you know, I was getting stressed at work yesterday, and uh, I just had that moment where I thought, it's really not worth it, do you mm. know?
0: I- That's the thing, isn't it? You're letting, when you do that, and it's, I mean, it's so hard to do it, we can't stop ourselves thinking, but when you worry about the future or what's happened in the past you're literally just robbing yourself of life effectively because you're just mm-hmm. not like the only t- like when you think about it this may sound a bit weird but literally the only time you actually have is right now mm-hmm. like literally that is the only time you've got yeah. the futures in the future the past in the past the only moment you've and only time exists right now the rest is just in your head or mm-hmm. in language so it's like you're when you're sitting there or waiting for that person to text you back, like I was saying, like I can be watching telly, but also, or like, or even like, not obviously now, but sometimes you can be engaged in conversation with somebody, but your brain's actually going... I wish that girl had texted me back. It's like, I wish that Tinder date would
1: message me back. Not me, Joe. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I'll see. I'll talk about this from my perspective. Um, <laughs>
0: but you're, you're robbing yourself of that present moment. That's literally all you're doing because they're going to they're gonna message you or they're not going to message you. You have no control. Like, it's that thing, isn't it? Like There's that quote, um, which kind of relates. I can't remember it exactly. I'm going to butcher it, but it's like, if it's not going to affect you in like five months time, don't spend five minutes worrying about it. And it's like, it's true. Like the amount of stuff I worry about that really just doesn't make a difference to yeah. my life, like going forward. But it's so, I think it's so hard to do that. I think when you're an overthinker, you need, I said this actually somebody a little while ago. Um, I think an overthinker needs over reassurance. Um, and that is where it can be really difficult mm-hmm. because you're expecting life and everyone in your life to constantly, constantly over reassure you. Like, mm-hmm. like you're saying about the text thing, like what you need, and I'm exactly the same. Like if someone's short with me, I do feel like, if hey, not massive hypocrites, so <laughs> as you just said, I do. But I want. If I text somebody saying, hey, how are you? Fancy doing something in the next couple of weeks? I want enthusiasm. I want, yeah, yeah I'd love yes. to see you. Yeah, it will be great. We'll do this, 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 this. Like you need that real over reassurance. If you just get a, yeah, can do, you know, see what my plans are. Like it just, it just makes you think. Right, what's going on here? Because yeah. I'm, I'm reacting to this situation. I really want to see this person, and they're not giving me the same energy. But in truth, like you said, it could be a million reasons why they're
1: responding like that, and yeah. you just I, run away with it. I think that's the problem as well, isn't it? Because again, messages, WhatsApp, Facebook, text messages can be so misinterpreted. You know, you you could send something to me, and I could be that and go and I'll be honest if I have done it, I miss you all bastard that way, mm. right? Whereas you're that's not me. being, but you're, but, but you're not being, do you know what I mean? That it yeah. can be, you know, misinterpreted so much sometimes. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm probably, probably just yeah. going for a
0: massive poo at the time. <laughs>
1: yeah, <to> yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, there is that as well. There is a lot. There is that as well. Um, but yeah, I think, I think, again, going back to work, you know, we, we touched on it last week, when I was doing the manager's role, was probably one of the times I overthought the most because, mm-hmm. you know, you're trying to please. I hate the idea of people not liking me, and when you're in that role, it's very difficult for everyone to to like you and to agree with what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So again, you know, I took a step away from that, and that was again me just going, I don't need that stress from Mark, and I don't need that. So now stress I have from work is minimal because it is because I don't let it stress me out you know before I'd be checking my emails six or seven times mm. a day even on my day off or an annual leave or you know I'd be checking my emails and I'm replying to emails I mean I was in Amsterdam year before last replying to work mm. emails which in Amsterdam under the influence probably wasn't the best idea <laughs> um, but you do, and I, and I think that's part of people pleasing as well. You know, whereas now I just think, again, you know, I all everything is now. Well, what's the worst that can happen? Yeah, you know, and living for the moment, and you know, for a long time, you know, football dominated my Saturday. You know, I've missed birthday parties and days out, and because no, no, you know, and that's not me. I, I love playing football, but now I just sort of think, do you know what? it's quite nice to not have that if mm. that makes sense as well you know where well no footballs was a release for me and it helps me I can now go to uh, make plans on a Saturday or we're going to go for a bottomless brunch in a, in a, in a few weeks time uh, maybe we'll record the podcast be just feel like crying <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but, yeah maybe not maybe not but yeah, I think just trying to live for the moment a bit more and not wish my life away. Uh, and that's what I maybe always do doing about realising, you know. So I think a bit what you say about enjoying the moment and we've only got, it's true. And, and I just try and I'll go, do you know what? Work is work and home is home life. And when, I'm, when I come back through that door at the end of the day, no matter how shit the day might have been at work, it doesn't matter mm. and and you face it all again tomorrow right.
0: it's really like because you can get like you must have felt it i think everyone does like you can get to that place Like for instance when you were playing football chances are when you're actually playing football you're not really thinking about much else but what you're doing at times do you know what i mean yeah i'm thinking about football i I get it i don't know sometimes when i like listening to me or like like i feel like i'm quite a creative person so sometimes i do little you know, I'm not good at it or anything, but like little stupid photo edits, do you know what I mean? Like, or like take, taking photos. It's like when I'm on, say, Photoshop and I'm editing a photo and putting someone's face on another face and doing, doing <laughs> a stupid crap like that, I'm so in the flow that not only does the time absolutely fly by, but you, you're just in that, you're just concentrating on that. Like, and obviously people get it with so many different things, but it's like, could you imagine, could you imagine if... Every little thing you did in life, you are in that zone where you're just yeah. concentrating on it. So like even at work, if you could just be doing your work but moment. not worrying about making a mistake yeah. or have I done enough of this. So at the end of the day, work will tell you if you're doing a bad job, they're going to tell you and you can do what you want with that. But it's like it's take, it's take can you take responsibility and be happy with everything that's going on? Well, not happy, but content with everything that's going on in the present moment but not worry about anything outside of that do you know what i mean so it's like say me and you are here now like there's going to be situations of me and you are in here now and robbers come in and start trying to like break in yeah. like, obviously we can deal with that that's a situation we're gonna to have to deal with at this present moment we expect to be all stressed about it and angry
1: if, but if they break in and just have the podcast i'll be fuming no? yeah that- we can kind of sit yeah, down yeah, down. Yeah, come sit yeah come on down. why <laughs> are you robbing the
0: place? Yeah. but do you know what i mean it's like like worry about what's going on at the moment mm-hmm. that's fine if something drastic like that happens or if you're at work and the system's crashing you are like, oh shit i need to do it. Yeah. fair enough worry about it but everything outside of that and that's the same thing it's like you're dealing with what's in the moment in a good or bad way it's like sometimes i'll find it with conversations like this or even just conversations with friends the time will fly by and i'll just be so open and just present to what's going on at the minute because it's just like a one-on-one conversation mm-hmm. but then there's other times when i'm out i could be out with 10 people at a party, 15, 20 people. And the whole time I'm just sitting there worrying about somebody not texting me or worrying about, yeah. oh, I've got this going on, or i start work next week. You know, it's like...
1: Yeah. I think it's interesting as well. I'm just going to say, like, sort of touch on what you said on, in a way, someone, and through like, my CBT, they sort of said to me, how do I perceive depression so how would I explain Mm. depression to someone and for me it's just similar to what you just touched on then you know you could at my lowest I could be in the room with a hundred people but feel Mm. so alone yeah Um, and I think again that's almost a trigger because you know you're in this room and and similar to what I put on my status on, on last week is that people expect a certain yeah. you know um, maybe it's to live a Liverpool fan you know I put on my status maybe a lot of people probably looked at that and went yeah yeah I do think you'll that but but people expect that and I think that's almost a trigger for me as well where no matter how low I have been feeling or feel you can't let that my slip mm. and I think doing this and you know let's be honest mate us doing this and putting ourselves out there is massive Mm. you know for for both of us it's massive because you're you're putting yourself out there to be uh we haven't had it yet but open to criticism open Mm -hmm. to negative feedback there will be people that look to it and go bore off yeah yeah. it's just part of life but i think that that is a trigger for me is the yeah, they having to be someone and I think since doing this and even even since releasing it last week and opening it up I feel better myself because mm. people now maybe know why sometimes I'm a miserable prick and sometimes <laughs> why I'm a little bit snappy. Um yeah. so yeah, I think I think again that's probably a, a big people pleasing is a big trigger. Mm-hmm. Overthinking is a big trigger. Um, and whereas before like I said it was football was my escape I'm still trying to find what that is now yeah you know, what will I do and ironically I'm now working more which is mad because work is probably not as much as I don't like my job I'm almost working on a Saturday to fill the gap of mm. playing football on a Saturday because I need to keep busy, busy. Um. but then I don't Want to be at work, and it's so I I do need to try and find something. I don't know what that will be. Um, I mean, given a few weeks, I can imagine that my weekends will be free. That's for, very true, for, yeah. But yeah. anyway, yeah. And I won't have the opportunity to think about that. But but yeah, I think you know, touching on what we started at the beginning, yeah, people pleasing, overthinking—they're my 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 biggest my biggest things, and something that I try and. You know get better with every Because day i'm not a materialistic person in terms of you know i don't it doesn't bother me what job some of my mates do or where they live or what where what they live you know that side of things doesn't bother me um but it bothers me what people think of me you know, oh, do, you know what so. I, do you know what i mean i think yeah they're my two triggers
0: i don't think you're alone in that i think you'll probably find that most people feel that though that's why why people are the way they are because they just want everybody to like or a lot of people like that they just want everyone to like them and there's different methods of getting that from people um, and there's different methods of running away from that I guess you know it's like if you don't feel loved and accepted then
1: I I think if you don't love yourself the to touching at the start or from whenever podcast if you don't love yourself and I think that's maybe what I know from what you were saying you were trying to do is certainly what I'm trying to do is maybe be a bit more forgiving of myself you know yeah, you can't be the happiest person in the room all the time and be you know constantly constantly available you know I'm just trying to take a little yeah. bit more uh, f- and for me and Joe it'll take a bit more time because Joe probably suffers more than anybody and that you know when i'm suffering yeah. she's suffered as well because i'm not the nicest person to be around um when i'm in one of those moods and when i don't want to when i'm just trying to keep busy and i'm almost almost and i said this to you during the week i sent you a whatsapp you know when i've got an idea in my head so now it's the podcast just everything is just on that like so, so you know Sharing stuff on Instagram, reaching out to people, trying to advertise it, trying to blah blah blah, and sometimes it probably feels overwhelming for people. And they probably look at it and go, Oh, calm no, mate! Like, but I think again, maybe that is a part of distraction again, yeah. You know, work's okay. rubbish. So, I spent any opportunity or any little break I got from work today or this week. You know let's do something with the pod let me share this post let me get this person to share it get this person to share it and again it's uh yeah but overthinking where sometimes i just need to be able to go
0: do what we can but let it naturally yeah press. and also
1: suggest just just take a moment to breathe i mean this weekend off you know i worked yesterday i went home from work to watch my cousin play football from there to my brother-in-law's 30th Woke up this morning, worked, got home from work. Mm. You all come in, and then after this, I'm seeing the fanny. I'm um, going <laughs> explain that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's my mate called Richard. He's that's a nickname. Yeah, yeah it's a nickname, Yeah, um, <laughs> I didn't even think I like, said that. Then. Um, mm, yeah. So yeah, I think I think just that. Yeah, time, <laughs> yeah, take some time to yourself yeah and and talking to joe as
0: well but do you feel, i think you've said it before you might have even said it earlier um my of my memory's gone at the minute but do you is it because you think you really struggle being on your own though mm,
1: yeah yeah i'm not good
0: it, and i guess that ties into the overthinking because
1: yeah yeah i'm not i'm not good being on my own um better than i was but but again in, when you're on your own i think you're more inclined to you know, send a WhatsApp to someone and maybe not get a reply to read something online and not, you know, um, and another thing I've got is massive, massive FOMO, mm. you know, like I do with a, you know, and I think that is someone getting something that I'm trying to, you know, be, be better at and if I miss something, I miss that. You can't do everything with me all the time. Yeah, because
0: I remember saying to you before that I never... I think it was on the first podcast I said to you that I don't suffer from FOMO but I realized a little bit yesterday that I kind of think I maybe do just because like yesterday I went out Friday night and got mm-hmm. very very drunk uh, so I woke up Saturday feeling yeah. absolutely terrible probably one of the worst hangovers I've ever had and it was getting towards nighttime and part of me just really wanted to go out again I was just like I I can't do something like you know yeah. watch telly or whatever when it's a Saturday night and there could be people out there. There could be fun to be mm. had. There could be people to improve Like this is obviously yeah. I wasn't thinking this like literally, but that's kind of I think what it is. There could be girls. I could meet. There's all these like weird stuff where you think going to actually make you happy, but chances are I would have gone out Saturday, and met nobody. Like not like there would have been nobody out that I knew, so I'd have probably sat on a table on my own, had a couple of beers on my own, walked all the way an hour and a half home, been absolutely yeah. knackered, woke up today feeling like crap. It's like. Maybe I do suffer from it a little bit like that, but luckily I was so hungover that I didn't care about it too much, and I actually just watched TV and had a good peaceful night. Actually. that's
1: something again. I'm probably like, I love you know, going down the pub and having a beer with mm. my mates. Something I'm trying to sort of cut out now because alcohol doesn't help. You know? No, it doesn't help. Whether or not you know, I mean, if it's one or two, then it's not too bad. But if you have you know, loads and always, you know, I went to a thirtieth last night, and I was very conscious about it how it makes me feel like anxiety so I you know more so last two or three weeks I'll try to just just cut it out a little bit more and just be a little bit more and I feel better for it don't we? I'm still you know I still probably had five or six pints yesterday at this birthday party but sometimes I'd have five or six pints after football and then mm. go and have another six or seven pints and shots and all the rest of it and you wake up the next morning feeling as you probably felt yesterday yeah. morning when i said you a whatsapp saying how are you and you said more or less dying was it felt terrible i think
0: alcohol it's just so hard isn't it it's like it's so i think for people like me it's really introverted it's such a good tool for me to Release. be so mm-hmm. sociable it's like it just allows me that little bit of freedom, where maybe that little overthinking part of me just just quiets down a little bit, because the social, live in the moment, do whatever, I don't care. This just chat, this just chat to random people I've never really spoke to before. Like that part of me comes out a bit more. Yeah. But I would love to get to the point where, obviously not, I wouldn't ever be over the top. Like you'd still know if I had a drink versus not, but maybe be a little bit more sociable and not worrying too much what people think. Like the, the positive parts of the drinking. Maybe if I could just bring that into my real life without the use of alcohol. Mm-hmm. Cause that's why I think I do it. And it's that initial buzz. It just gives you that initial buzz where everything just feels Good. a bit more fun and because again I suppose it's just because it's dumbing the other stuff down. So it's like I was talking about earlier, it's opening you up to just how life is at the moment in that first little yeah. bit you're drinking maybe. Yeah. You just like I'm here with my friends, I'm not thinking about stuff. It's But yeah, it'd be lovely to get to that point where you could feel like that all day, every day. And I mean, I have. Like I say, there is points where I can get to that place, but it's quite far and few between,
1: I think. Yeah, I get
0: that. What have we been going for? Oh, 1-7. 1-7. This might be a... Go on. No, no, no. You sound like you're going to say. No,
1: no. I was just obviously touching on... Sounded interesting. World Mental Health Day on Tuesday. Um, So I think... I saw something online the other day and it said to find three people on your contacts and to check in with them. Mm. So maybe just encourage everyone, not maybe just necessarily on Tuesday, but at some point this week, maybe reach out to the friend that always seems okay, send them a message. And yeah, just Mm. check in, whether that's male or female. Um, Yeah, I know that I'll be... You Know reaching out, and we will. I think we're quite good as a friendship group, anyway. Yeah, in terms of checking in, but you know, I think, yeah, I think
0: that's a really good idea. Yeah, like, you know? um, just yeah, just spend five minutes just checking in on people,
1: yeah, 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 and, and always ask if you're okay twice. Is it? That's another thing that I've seen, mm. you know, ask if you're okay at the start of the conversation and ask it again at the end because people will 99 times out of 100, even they're not okay, will say, Yeah, I'm okay. Hmm.
0: Yeah, and if you have any interesting interactions about naming people, feel free to yes. send them yeah. in on the Instagram and we can maybe read some out on yeah. the next podcast. That yeah. might be a good idea, actually. Just tell us a little bit about I think it's good to reach out to somebody you maybe usually wouldn't as well. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't
1: know. Yeah, no, There's definitely. No definitely. But
0: like, no, definitely. like for me, like I think if I message you saying that, maybe that'd be every day, well, not every day, but like a quite regular occurrence. Yeah. So it might it might be worth us reaching out to people we usually wouldn't make yeah. just say no, I hope heard. things are going yeah. alright
1: definitely yeah and if people have got any questions that they want to send in or oh, that's a good idea any stories they want to send in then you know Instagram um, is probably the best place to send them I'd yeah, imagine I'd say so yeah um, you know, or even so,
0: in like the YouTube comments Facebook yeah. page anyway just all sort of message us privately
1: yeah yeah send them in or, or any stories that you want to send yeah anonymously
0: that's a good point yeah if you don't want to be on the podcast but you really feel like damn i want to share something go ahead yeah you can do it anonymously we'll just yeah read it out
1: yeah yeah definitely
0: yeah that sounds a good idea probably a nice way to end the episode that's absolutely yeah. flew by it did. pleasure yeah. as always sir yeah and you mate yeah we'll speak to you all next time yeah. Bye 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 bye